0: Welcome to the Body, Mind, and Soul podcast with Tara Brunette. This is your go-to source for all things intuitive eating, manifestation, mindset, and positive vibes. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Body, Mind, and Soul podcast, and please excuse if the quality isn't 100%. I am just starting my podcast game. So I'm recording this from my phone and I will hopefully get a microphone going as quickly as I possibly can. So welcome to episode number one. Uh, My name is Tara Burnett. I'm a personal trainer and natural nutrition practitioner I own a little studio out in Sydney, BC in Canada, and I am all about intuitive eating, self-love, manifestation, and just mindset, that sort of thing. So just a quick little blurb on my history. I'm going to go more into my story in another podcast, but just so you guys get the gist of what I'm all about. I struggled with binge eating and bulimia for about 16 years. Um, I'm turning 30 this year, so I can finally say that that period is behind me. And through that struggle, I I, um, became a natural nutrition practitioner. I was helping people with training plans, with nutrition packages, that sort of thing. But something was always missing for me, and it wasn't until I discovered the mindset and manifestation that everything just fell into place Um. By applying the manifestation and mindset shifts that I've learned about over the years, I've been able to heal my relationship with food, really explode my business, like triple my income and lose 35 pounds in the process without any dieting of any sort. And that is what I am super passionate about right now. So teaching you the techniques to use manifestation and mindset combined with intuitive eating to reach your goal body, feel amazing, feel healthy, and not have to go through any sort of deprivation because I am not about that dieting life. Um, so that is what I'm going to be talking about mostly on here. Probably lots of career stuff as well. I am an entrepreneur, um, relationships, body, health. I just really want you to leave every episode and feel a little bit higher vibe, a little bit elevated and a little bit more positive. So I hope I can bring that to you and make you a little bit more excited about your life and realize you truly can have, do, and be anything you desire. So I'm excited to teach you all the tricks that I've learned over the past few years through developing my mindset practice, my manifestation practice. I went to a Tony Robbins conference. I am super into self-development and I have been reading all of the books. So I can break those down for you in a simple, bite-sized way and teach you how to change and shift your life. So I thought that I would start out my first podcast episode just chatting a little bit about intuitive eating because that's something I really promote and something that I try to get my clients to take on. And I have a program called Body, Mind, and Soul, which is where the name for the podcast came from. And that is my program that I developed. It's a 12-week program where women come in to my studio three times a week. And it's a mixture of learning the steps of intuitive eating, training with me three times a week in a small group setting. And then there's also a meditation aspect and mindset aspect, self-care and self-love. So I've really run with that idea and now I've developed kind of a Manifest Mondays thing which is really focused on the manifestation and my latest program is Manifesting Your Dream Body which is utilizing the principles of intuitive eating combined with manifestation which is how I managed to lose 35 pounds and really heal my relationship with food. So I'm very excited about that program. It comes out on April 1st and I will leave a link to it in the show notes. Um, so intuitive eating, if you are somebody that maybe you don't have an eating disorder, maybe you don't really have a huge amount of struggle with food, but perhaps you're like any regular woman who tries to cut out certain things or avoid certain foods, or maybe you've partaken in weight watchers or some sort of detox, um, Maybe you've struggled a little bit with overeating or emotional eating, and you've just never really found that balance with food. So intuitive eating is all about tuning into your body. It's about recognizing your hunger and fullness levels and really not cutting out any food. So all foods become totally neutral an apple is going to have the same pole as an apple pie. And if you think that sounds a bit crazy, just bear with me. I'm going to teach you um, how to get there. But um, it's really about tuning back into when you were a child, when there was no external rules. Um, you didn't have any emotional attachments to food. You simply ate when you were hungry, stopped when you were full ate what you wanted and you were at your natural healthy weight which is exactly what happened for me when I really embraced intuitive eating and I spent years of my life stuck in the dieting mentality obviously I was also binge eating and um, purging as a bulimic and over exercising like crazy I also went through a period of anorexia as well that's kind of how it all started and when I finally let go of all the rules and i really embraced intuitive eating i stopped judging my food intake i just embraced listening to my body it was like um a whole new world for me so i really found food freedom and i was feeling amazing i was really healing my relationship with food my binge eating was going way down but i still hadn't found the missing piece yet which was the manifesting piece which i'm going to dive into in another episode but I just want to talk to you guys about my the top 10 principles of intuitive eating just as a quick kind of going over the steps so you can get an idea of what to expect. And I I might dive into each one a little bit more throughout these episodes. I have so much that I want to talk about on this podcast, so it's going to be hard for me to stay on track here. But we're starting off with Tara's top 10 intuitive eating tips. So you've got reject the dieting mentality. That is number one. So if you are eliminating, certain foods, if you feel guilty about eating certain foods, if you are trying to like portion out a small amount of sugar or feeling like guilt or shame around any foods, you probably have a little bit of the dieting mentality going on. So I would encourage you to kind of notice your thoughts over the next few days and notice if you're really allowing yourself all the foods that you want, or are you trying to eat a certain way, eat certain portions, and you're not truly listening to your body. Like, for example, do you eat three meals a day just because that's what you think you should do? Or are you truly listening to when you're hungry and noticing when you're full and really noticing what you're craving and honoring your cravings because the more you can honor those cravings, the more satisfied you're going to be. And overall, over the long-term, the less you're going to end up kind of overeating later on because of previous restriction. And something that always stuck out to me was that every restriction is a binge in the bank. And I know that always applied for me. Maybe it didn't happen in the same day, but it always came back to bite me later on whenever I tried to restrict. So I no longer cut out any foods. I eat anything I want. I love wine and chocolate and ice cream. And yam fries are a few of my favorite things. So um, I wanna teach you how you can eat all the foods that you love and have a very happy peaceful relationship with them never feel out of control again and still have the body that you want as well which is kind of the piece that was missing for me until um pretty recently like this year it really kind of all came together step number two is making peace with food so similar to what i just talked about you're allowing all foods to become totally neutral um when you allow foods to be neutral and you're not placing any sort of judgments on them, such as um, avoiding foods with sugar or trying to pick clean foods or something like that, then you actually allow yourself to tune into what actually feels good in your body. So at first, of course, we're gonna end up eating and craving the foods that we've previously had off limits. And I went through this period and it was great. I stocked up my freezer with ice cream I ate it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I allowed myself all those foods that I always had guilt around. And it did take time for me to adjust and realize this food was always going to be here. So if you are giving these steps a try, I want to encourage you not to give up too quickly because at first it might seem a little bit crazy. You're like, why is this nutritionist telling me to stock up my house with junk food? <laughs> and um It's basically... Habituation. So the more that food is around you, the more that you recognize that you can have that food whenever you want, the less you're going to feel the need to overeat on it and um, kind of eat it all at once because it's never going to be there again. So it's kind of the last supper mentality if you've ever experienced this the night before the diet starts the next day you may kind of overeat or eat everything that's left in the house just to like get it out of the house because you so you can go on your diet and when you think about it that's actually so ridiculous because you could have just moderately eaten that food over the course of the week and been satisfied and felt amazing instead of overeating feeling sick and guilty and full of shame and then going on a restrictive diet the next day and trust me i lived in that cycle for years and years so i know what it's like And when I say that I struggled with binge eating, I don't want you to think that I am talking about like slightly overeating sometimes or a little bit of emotional eating. Like I was the definition of a binge eater. I would just go buy cartons of ice cream, every single thing you could possibly imagine. Like the, I could eat like a four liter tub of ice cream in one sitting and that would be like a warm-up. So if you are struggling with binge eating, know that I do really understand where you're coming from and I have really gotten over the guilt and shame around that obviously it took some time and um now that i'm able to just look at it non-judgmentally i just see how much pain i was in and that is why it's my mission to help women recover their relationship with food and feel happy and healthy and balanced and holistically body mind and soul hence the name of the podcast so when all foods become neutral and you work through that phase of making peace with foods, you will start to notice that you start craving probably some more healthier things. And you start noticing, okay, I feel really good when I eat a meal with like protein and I eat when I eat till I'm satisfied, not till I'm overly stuffed. You start noticing what foods give you energy and make your mood stable and make you just feel in that high vibration place. And you end up, just choosing those foods naturally. So it's no longer um, taking willpower to choose those healthier foods, but it's just a want instead of a should. And we really want to get rid of those shoulds and shouldn'ts from our vocabulary. So if you find yourself saying like, I should eat this and I shouldn't eat that. I just want you to catch yourself and figure out like, what do I actually want to eat? And sometimes I want to eat Oreos for dinner. And sometimes I want a real meal with protein and vegetables and that sort of thing. And I, I assure you that it will balance out over time. And that brings me on to step three or principle three, which is honoring your hunger. So some of us may not even be in tune with our hunger at all. I know for me, I was constantly just eating by the clock. And if it was 11 o'clock and I was starving, I would be sitting in class. I was at university at the time. I'd be sitting on my hands, just waiting like I need to wait until it's lunchtime so I can eat my lunch and I'd be starving. And I was totally just kind of basing my meals around what time that I could eat. And I never truly listened to my hunger. And even when I did eat, I wasn't allowing myself to eat enough to even get rid of the hunger, which obviously ended up in binge eating later on. So we really want to be able to recognize your hunger signals, which are going to be different for everybody. I for example, never have like a growling stomach, but I will feel lightheaded and kind of low blood sugar and faint when I need to eat or unless I'm really thinking about food and what I want to eat. So there, I mean, I haven't mentioned this yet, but there's a wonderful book called Intuitive Eating, The Revolutionary Program That Works. And it's by Evelyn Triboli and Elise Rush. And that book completely changed my life. It's going to give you All the ins and outs of intuitive eating if you aren't much of a reader i also have on my website just a 10-day intuitive eating challenge where i break down every principle each day with a 10 to 15 minute video and a little mini challenge that you can incorporate into your day so if you're not one for reading you could totally check that out it is inexpensive just 20 dollars on my website which i will link in the show notes So honoring your hunger is very important and not judging it. It's okay if you're hungry at two in the morning and you wake up and you need some food. I sometimes need to have a snack at two in the morning. Sometimes I'll wake up and I'm not hungry until noon. It all depends on what you were eating previously, the content of your food. Are you feeling satisfied? How much are you exercising? That sort of thing. So it's always going to be varying and there's no need to judge it or have any sort of shame around when you're eating and how often you're hungry because truly if you just listen to your hunger you're going to end up exactly where you want to be in your body and then there is respecting your fullness of course so just honoring when you feel satisfied and there's no need to overeat on food when it's always available. It's always allowed. You can have it again in five minutes. And that was a huge breakthrough for me when I kept repeating to myself, like, okay, I can, I can have this again in five minutes. I can have this again tomorrow. I can come back to this ice cream later on and just noticing how much better my body felt when I was just honoring my fullness and not eating past fullness was a big um, stepping stone towards really my best body and feeling my best because I was constantly either under eating or completely overeating and ignoring my fullness signals. But once I was finally able to allow all foods to be neutral, they were allowed all the time, I always have a large variety of food available, I was able to stop when I was full. And that is also going to take time. So if you're just getting into this intuitive eating lifestyle or you think you might want to give it a shot, I would definitely pick up the book or try out my challenge because this is such a very um, short guideline to intuitive eating. But I just wanted to give you guys a quick rundown. Um, and it just allows you to stop when you're full and it it doesn't feel hard or painful or restrictive. It's just like, I can come back to this whenever I want. And it's the most amazing feeling in the world to feel that control over food. If you have been like me and really struggled with, um, feeling out of control around food for so long. And then there is discovering the satisfaction factor, which is eating what you truly want, um, allowing yourself the portions that you really want and really eating until you're satisfied and content. And that's the really big key is when we try to kind of satisfy these cravings with diet foods or if you're walking by and you see that delicious cookie in the bakery and you're like, oh, I've been, I've been good today. I shouldn't eat that cookie. There it is, the should and the shouldn'ts and the good and the bads. We want to avoid those. So then you end up later on, you're still thinking about that cookie. And you're like, okay, we'll have some carrots and hummus and then you're eating some carrots and hummus which does not satisfy the craving obviously. And then you are like, okay, well I'll have some sensations or some sort of 100 calorie pack and you you're going to end up eating way more than you originally would have if you just ate the cookie, enjoyed the cookie and moved on with your day versus trying to fill that craving with things that are not going to satisfy it. So really tuning in and being like, what do I actually want to eat right now? And for me, it's usually the first thing that kind of pops into my mind. And I really try and honor that whenever I can, if I can, to then I make sure that I'm like getting, getting, um, making sure that it's available the next time. Um, so that I can honor that craving and then honoring your feelings without using food. And I was definitely a huge emotional eater. I was always using it to calm my anxiety, to distract myself. When I was feeling overwhelmed, I always turned to food. It was it was just my number one. And this started out pretty young for me, and I don't actually know why it started, but I definitely used to hide food, sneak food, um, put all the wrappers on the couch, and <laughs> always um, using food to soothe me and distract me from my emotions. And The biggest thing that really changed it for me was learning how to meditate and learning that it was okay to feel my feelings. And I think that a lot of us don't feel safe expressing our emotions, or we feel like those emotions are going to completely take over our body. And I know that I used to feel that way with my anxiety. I thought that if I just kind of let it go, that it would just get bigger and bigger and more overwhelming until I couldn't take it anymore. But I never allowed myself to get to the point where it actually goes down. It's just like a wave. There's a crest and then it goes down. But I was always succumbing to a binge or food before I could allow myself to just experience the feeling and work through it. And something that was definitely helpful for me was obviously the meditation separating from my thoughts, which I'm totally going to get into. I am like geeking out over mindset and thoughts and beliefs and the brain and it. It, it changed the whole game for me. So I will do an episode on that as well. <laughs> um, but meditation practice really helped me realize that I was in power of my thoughts. I could recognize the anxious feelings coming up and I was able to choose a different path. And I I realized that I truly did have control instead of feeling like the binge eating disorder controlled me, which I definitely felt like I had no power over it for a long time. And that's why I really want to talk about this sort of thing and give you guys hope because if you are where I was a few years ago, I feel your pain and I felt so helpless. I had no idea if there was any way out and I just want to assure you that there is. And um, I hope that I can give you the tips and the tools to get you there. And if you need extra help, please send me a message because I know how hard and scary it is to be struggling with that and to be struggling with food on such an extreme level. But there is another way and shifting your mindset and creating new routines and new thoughts and new beliefs are going to change your entire life, I promise you. And then there is respecting your body. So accepting kind of your genetic Um, blueprint like we're not constantly trying to make our feet smaller we just accept that our feet are the size that they are and we buy shoes that fit them and this was a hard one for me when I was a lot heavier I had to really accept where I was and learn to love where I was and I got all new clothes to fit my bigger body and Um, I just accepted it. I learned to love it. I started pursuing all the dreams and all the things that I wanted to. While I was heavier, I got my personal training certification. I just went for it. And I had to really learn to accept where I was. And once I did that, um, everything really shifted for me. So I was no longer trying to change my body. And when I was able to accept it and love it and treat it with respect, there was no more of this pressure on me And that made it so much easier to listen to my body, embrace intuitive eating, and ultimately ended up in me losing the weight that I was holding onto due to all that binge eating and restriction and up and down and probably a lot of stress. And negative limiting beliefs that I'm gonna talk about but I do want to really encourage you you can't hate yourself into losing weight the only way is to really flip around those ideas come from love come from gratitude for your body and everything will shift for you it's a very exciting feeling when it starts to happen and you start to realize it really doesn't matter what your body looks like and then there is exercise so I could go on such a tangent about exercise, but I have been on every sort of program, hit: strength, weights. I'm a personal trainer, spin instructor, TRX instructor, Aquafit instructor, Um, what else? Pretty much everything, Um, and I've done it all, and I've run marathons and half marathons and The one thing that ended up working for me after all those years of crazy exercise was just listening to my body and doing what I loved. And now I am the leanest and strongest I think I've ever been. And it's just because I I just move when I want to move and I love the movement that I choose. And I'm not working out every day, I walk the dog, I film maybe two or three 15 minute workouts each week and I do what feels good. And I know that this is going against what any, maybe any other personal trainer might tell you to do, but I don't believe in sticking to a rigid schedule or a rigid program. I find that I wake up each day, I see how my body feels, I see what I need and what what I'm kind of like craving to do, and when I do that, I feel amazing and strong and I don't have any more injuries, and it's amazing how little I've actually needed to work out in order to maintain my weight loss like it still is very surprising to me which is what I really dive into in the manifesting the dream body program so I don't feel like you need to do a certain type of exercise to see results I believe that your beliefs shift your reality and you become what you believe so if you love running marathons and you believe that is going to make you lean and toned and the shape that you want done. That is going to work for you. I believe that walking the dog and filming two or three 15 minute workouts gets me to the shape that I want to be in. And that works for me. So you'll notice just a little bit of like, like interesting thing about beliefs is if you look at like a, a marathon race, we're all doing the same sort of training schedule. We're all running these long distances but we all have such different body shapes and sizes and i believe that it comes down to your belief system and i believe people that have just lived their whole lives small and are like oh i just have a fast metabolism i think that's their belief and that is shaping their reality because who has ever actually had their metabolism tested (laughs) not me um and i used to think i had a slow metabolism and when i shifted it i now eat all the food i could possibly want and i keep losing weight so um, I wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't experienced it for myself, but I truly believe that if you can shift your beliefs around your body, what it looks like, how it feels, and how it runs, then you can shift your actual body. And that is what my program's all about, but on to the next. Um, gentle nutrition or honoring your health. So this one is really, I kind of mentioned it already, but when you eat the foods that you love, eat the foods that you crave until you honor your hunger and fullness. Um, The gentle nutrition part is just noticing what feels good in your body. And that's going to lead you to exactly what you need to be eating. And I noticed that when I have a Starbucks with milk in it, I feel kind of sick after. Am I lactose intolerant? I'm not sure, but I know what feels good in my body. I know what amounts of food make me feel energized. I know when I'm feeling very sluggish and lethargic that I probably had maybe a little bit overboard on the sugar. And it's just noticing what gives you the most energy, concentration, keeps your mood stable, makes you feel in that high vibration, high energy place. And it's, you're going to naturally end up choosing those foods because we want to feel good. Nobody wants to walk around feeling exhausted and shitty all day long. And, and when you allow yourself to have the freedom to choose without any rules or regulations, you will end up naturally over time choosing those foods that make you feel good. And I know that you think that if you allow yourself free reign over all foods, you're going to end up Eating chocolate at McDonald's all day, and trust me, I tried it, and I lasted about a day. And, um, you need to give yourself a little bit of trust. Your body truly knows what it needs. It knows how many calories it needs. It it knows what it's craving. I actually had a really interesting conversation with a client the other day. Um, I do food freedom program, and I have a coaching client, and she just had an allergy test done, and she's Uh, has like a high kind of allergen testing for eggs and some random vegetables like asparagus and broccoli. And she was telling me how she's really not been craving eggs. She has been had an aversion to meat, which was also showed up high on her allergen test. She had an aversion to those vegetables. And it was so interesting. Your body truly knows what it wants if you just listen to it. And if you can trust it, you are going to get to the point where you have that naturally slender friend that just eats whatever she wants in whatever portions and feels amazing all the time and naturally ends up at her healthy weight. And I can promise you that that can be you because it happened to me and I never would have thought that I'd be sitting here telling you this. But those are the principles of intuitive eating and I can dive more into those as we go along but those are the basics and i'm gonna cut off this episode here but definitely expect a lot more talk about manifestation increasing your vibration um, manifesting your dream body i'm gonna be putting some meditations on here as well i love recording meditations i'm also super into changing your money mindset creating more wealth, we all deserve to have the most amazing life, doing what we love and anything is possible. So I hope that when you leave here today, you can have a little seed in your mind that you know that you can do anything, you can have anything, you can be anything. And I hope to teach you guys how. And thank you so much for listening to my first ever episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe so you get all new episodes. I'm going to try and really pump out a whole bunch of episodes right away and then at least have one coming out once a week. I'm going to be interviewing some super exciting ladies on here and I just hope to bring you inspiration and positive vibes to start off your day. Have a fabulous day, guys.